0: Hello, this is Frank Falvey with Frank's musings. And what I'm musing about today is the Great American Rescue Plan. But before I start in the 600-page plan, I have to back up a little. And a lot of my musing is around debt, is around the fact that This country now probably is, the total product that this country puts out in a year is called the gross national product. And I believe the gross national product now is equal to the debt of the country. We, as a federal government, for years have been spending uh, more than we've received. I believe the last time we had balanced budgets was in the Bill Clinton administration. We used to have a debt ceiling. And in fact some years there was even political turmoil over what, whether we would raise that debt ceiling. Well, President Trump came along and as recently decades have shown, people love to have the taxes reduced and he had this wonderful plan to reduce corporate and individual income taxes except it was only for the wealthy and by reducing the taxes by the by the amount that he did has for a brief period of time improved spending improved jobs but in the long period of time has caused us to be in more debt and it was not the average citizen that was helped because what he did is he said to the average citizen i'm lowering your withholding tax rate well What did that mean? It meant that when you went to file your taxes, your taxes didn't change, but the amount of money that they took out of your pay to pay for those taxes was less than taxes, so you had to come up with more money at the end of the year, unless you took out more money. One of the things in his Cobra virus plan— is he gave everyone that filed a tax up to a certain amount of money. I don't know, what was it, $1,400, $1,200? He gave to every citizen that filed a tax. Those that didn't make money, that did not have income and never filed a tax, they didn't get any benefit. The benefit was really only for the rich and let me demonstrate one of the things that he had in this plan if you had a 401k plan which is a retirement plan through your company uh when you reach uh age 70 and a half you have to take money out of the plan because when you put it in the plan it was never taxed so that to get it taxed after 70 and a half, you had to take money out. And also if you just happen to be under 70, you want to take money out. It was taxable. Under the Trump plan, 401 case in the year 2020, when you took money out, it was not taxable. It, I mean, If you didn't take money out, if you didn't take money out and you didn't have to take money out if you were over 70 and a half, you did not have to take any money out. Personally, this is what happened to me. I didn't take any money out because the government didn't require me to, so $10,000 that I normally would have had to take out, I didn't have to. How did that affect my taxes? Because social security, right? Social security is only taxed if you make over a certain amount of money. And as your income, not your wealth, I mean, you could be a multimillionaire you could, Your house could be paid for. You could have all sorts of money in uh, other investments, right? But in your income, okay, the lower the amount of your income, the lower amount that Social Security would be taxed. I was shocked. I filed my 2020 tax plan, and I received a $3,500 tax break i only paid six hundred and thirty eight dollars in federal taxes i felt bad about that 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 exemption was only for people that had money because the poor okay they didn't have money they didn't have 401 case, they never benefited can you imagine if someone had to take out a hundred thousand dollars Are there 401k? How much of a tax break Uh, uh, they got by not taking it out? Well, the money that went directly to people, the $1,200, what was wrong with that? First of all, it didn't go to the poor people. It went to people that were making money. And regardless of, of the wealth that they had, So that twelve hundred dollars, in my opinion, it should have been a reverse graduated refund. The poor people should have got that were under the poverty level. Maybe they should have got five thousand dollars. And then maybe if you double double the poverty level, maybe you should have got twenty five hundred. And any benefit for a single person over hundred thousand dollars or for a married couple over 200,000 should have stopped. It should have been a gradual reduction. So the individuals that were the poorest got the most and the individuals as they would go up to hundred thousand dollars, that would rapidly decline. Now, what would have that done? Well, It would have probably gone more for food, it would have gone more for housing, it would have gone more for clothing, it would have gone more for basic uh, items in society. What happened by giving it the way they did? Basically, people that already had money, okay, got, got the money. So either they invested it or they put it in savings or they spent it. And they didn't spend it on basic needs because they already had money for basic needs. So they spent it on other items, which did increase the economy and did increase the spending in that period of time. Well, now I'd like to uh, move on to the uh, great American rescue plan. Uh, I think it's something like 600 pages. Uh, I'm not obviously going to cover everything in the page, in, in the uh, uh, in, in the plan, but I would like to begin covering some things. First of all, the plan provided in 2021, the Trump plan provided $600 in January, and then the plan itself uh, provided another $1,400. So my objection is the same as with the $1,200. It should have been a graduated plan with a poor, under the poverty level, got more, and then as the income rose, you would get less and less. Well, now you want to listen and take notes. Fascinating item I came across if you know anyone that uh, died uh, uh, not only of the coronavirus uh, but died uh, through a uh, uh, a natural uh, kind of disaster here is what what the plan says for you it says funeral assistance. For the emergency declaration issued by the President on March 13, 2020, pursuant to Section 501B of the Robert T. Stafford Disaster Relief in Emergency Assistance, and for any subsequent major disaster declaration that supersedes such emergency declaration, the president shall provide financial assistance to an individual or household to meet the disaster related funeral expenses under section 408, the Robert T. Stafford disaster relief and emergency assistance act for which the federal cost share shall be 100%. Now, the Medway Senior Center, in their one of their uh, newsletters to uh, uh, people, uh, here's what they have said. The coronavirus-19 pandemic has brought overwhelming grief to many families. FEMA is dedicated to helping ease some of the financial stress and burden caused by the virus. Under the coronavirus response and relief supplemental Appropriations Act of 2021 and the American Rescue Plan Act of 2021, FEMA will provide some financial assistance for coronavirus related criminal expenses occurred after January 20, 2020. To be eligible for the assistance, you must meet these three conditions the death message must have occurred in the United States. Including the U.S. territories in the District of Columbia. The death certificate must indicate the death was attributed to coronavirus 19. And here's where you need your pencil and piece of paper. Medway Outreach can help you with this item if you call 508 533 3210. Another fascinating part is the Federal Emergency Management Agency Appropriation. For the fiscal year 2021, $50 billion is to remain available until September 30th, 2025 to carry out the purpose of the disaster relief fund for costs associated with major disasters. One of the other items, preserving health benefits for workers. Now, this is uh, quite uh, fascinating. A reduction of premium payable. In the case of any premium for a period of coverage during the period beginning on the first day of first month, beginning after the date of the enactment of this act and ending on September 30th, 2021. For Cobra continuation coverage with respect to any assistance eligible individual described in paragraph three. Such individuals shall be treated for the purpose of COBRA continuation provision as having paid in full the amount of such provision. Now, in, lay, in layman's term, what does that mean? That means that if you are part of an employer health benefit plan, and they all have what's called cobra coverage when you're terminated you have the ability to pay for that coverage for a period of time out of your own money this paragraph here says no the employer is going to pay from april to september 30th 2021 the premium okay for your continued COBRA coverage the employer will get a reimbursement when they file their employer taxes they will be reimbursed for that payment now so that payment goes to someone that was working that has been laid off or reduced hours but they had to have They had to be working. They had to have COVID coverage. Someone that didn't have health insurance to begin with, right? They're not getting any benefit. And someone that worked for another agency that did not insure you for health coverage, they didn't get any benefit. But that this is a benefit uh, that I hope anyone that was laid off uh, is uh, quite aware of and made aware of the other thing when we were talking uh, uh, there's a a lot of talk uh, today uh, about people not working Um, in other words they're getting an extra $300 uh, because they're, for unemployment assistance, uh, they are receiving not only what is normal for unemployment assistance, but they are also receiving an extra $300 from uh, April uh, to uh, September. that money is really needed because the unemployment in many instances is not enough to survive on. And it it was a downturn in the economy caused by the virus. So that amount is fully uh, understandable that extra amount, and it, it is coming to an end date. I don't believe that that in itself is causing the shortage in workers being eligible to fill jobs, particularly restaurant jobs. You know, a lot of people have been saying we have too many illegal immigrants. Well, if we're overloaded with illegal immigrants, I think it would be very easy for them to take restaurant jobs or dishwashing jobs in in restaurants or cooking. Uh, If restaurants aren't paying $15 an hour, which is an amount in Massachusetts that you need to make supposedly, to live on and pay your basic necessities, then the restaurants need to raise the wage that they're going to pay. And that is either going to put them out of business because people won't pay that amount to go to a restaurant, okay? Or people that are really making money are going to pay that amount to go to restaurants. My observation with restaurants uh, during this co- coronavirus in their opening has been that they've raised their prices by at least a dollar to two dollars um, on uh, on, their, on their meals. Well, child care for workers, child care assistance, child care assistance, three trillion. I'm sorry. Three billion five hundred and fifty million okay for child care assistance. Three three billion three hundred and seventy five thousand shall be available to grants to states. $100,000, $100,000, a hundred million dollars shall be available for grants to Indian tribes and tribal organizations. $75,000, 75 million shall be available to grants for territories. Now, these grants apparently are directly to states, and so I gather that the states can use this for child care, uh, uh, for child care for workers, and workers doesn't seem in any way to be particularly defined. Uh, so that is a pretty hefty sum of money that that should be helping. Families that have children at home, uh, in some way, and yet childcare, particularly for women, have kept them out of the workforce uh, because there isn't uh, healthy or adequate enough uh, care for the children so that they can uh, return to work. And Ellen. Elementary and Secondary School Emergency Relief Fund. There is $128,554,800,000 that's available through September 23 to carry out this section. This money is available, apparently, directly uh, appropriations from the Department of Education for fiscal assistance. Higher Education Emergency Relief Fund, $39,584,000,000. 570,000 for making allocations to institutions of higher education in accordance with the same terms and conditions as Section 314 of the Coronavirus Relief Supplemental Act of 2021. Outlying areas. $850 $850 million is to remain available through September 30th, 2023, for the secretary of education to allocate awards to the outlying areas on the basis of their respective needs as determined by the secretary to be allocated not more than 30 calendar days after the date of enactment. Bureau, of Indian education, 850 million to remain available uh, through September uh, 30th, 2023. And it will be allocated by the Secretary of the Interior. There is eligibility Eligibility for workers' compensation benefits for federal employees diagnosed with coronavirus-19. Now, this is only talking about federal employees. I don't know why that is, unless there's some other section of law that covers non-federal employees. But to me, this sounds like a, a benefit that possibly is only, uh, only geared uh, to federal employees, which if it is, uh, is totally uh, should not be in this package. Uh, federal employees should be treated in many respects the same benefits as other. Uh, state, local, or or, uh, capitalistic ventures of businesses. But here's what it says. A covered employee shall, with respect to any claim made by or on behalf of the covered employee for benefits under subchapter 1 of Title V, the United States Code, be deemed to have an injury approximately caused by exposure to the novel coronavirus arising out of the nature of the covered employee's employment. Such covered employee or a beneficiary of such an employee, meaning if he died shall be entitled to such benefits for such claims, including disability compensation, medical services, and survivor benefits. Understand that these claims will be possibly until the person's death. And if if he died because of these causes, his estate or family would be entitled to these claims. We are hearing more and more about long hauls and even children that are having uh, effects from the coronavirus that are not going away and that are preventing people from being able to work so this section seems to me to be saying if you're a federal employee you're going to get compensated as an injury that may have occurred at work whether you were in essence at work or not i don't see where this benefit as i said applies to anyone else Uh, modification to Paycheck Protection Program: eight hundred and thirteen billion, seven hundred million, and basically that is is uh, if you kept someone on the payroll, then you are reimbursed. That amount, in essence, because you kept them on the payroll, and they then didn't count as unemployed, and they then didn't qualify for unemployment because they were still on your payroll, but you were being compensated. uh, um, You you were being compensated as an employer. Uh, for keeping them, and on the payroll, and doing uh, normal the normal job, Corona Virus State Fiscal Recovery Fund, two hundred and nineteen billion 800 million to remain available until expended for making payments under this section to territories states tribal governments to mitigate the fiscal effects stemming from the public health emergency with respect to coronavirus disease man that is a broad giveaway. I mean, you're just giving states $219 billion. Now, I heard recently on, the new, on Sunday news that the state of Massachusetts just received, I, I don't know, a huge, huge amount of money. And now there's an argument whether the governor is going to expend that money and take the publicity and the credit, okay, for giving out these grants, or well, the legislature is going to give out the money and take credit for giving out these grants. But please understand, as Chris Christie says on the uh, George Stephanopoulos program all the time, what governor isn't going to like that, that, that money? What government isn't going to like this great American rescue plan? They 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 have all this money coming in. They don't have to raise taxes. And apparently, in the state of Massachusetts, our revenue is doing so well that we we, we are way above any pre-Coronavirus estimate on our revenue. We're just flowing in with. Revenue that was not anticipated. Now, I don't know how that goes for cities and towns, but there is money in here, okay, for cities and towns um, uh, uh, to have. Well, a couple of other things. There is no cost to getting the vaccine. Um, you don't have you you haven't had to pay for it okay you haven't had to uh, um, they haven't decided i don't believe uh, who is going to pay the cost of you getting the vaccine but you do not need to uh, uh, worry about that and going back to what i said about state and local fiscal uh, money uh the global response and i think this is pretty late in coming uh i don't think we have uh helped uh the world uh only until recently where we uh, now have uh, i think it's 800 80 million extra doses of vaccine. And we should be giving that to healthcare workers around the world. Because if healthcare workers around the world are not protected from dying and suffering from this coronavirus, who is going to protect us in the United States from getting various uh, items or various Uh, different uh, types of the same virus. Mutations is what they call it. And we have over enough doses to uh, give to every healthcare worker in the world. And that should be the priority. I mean, we set priorities in the United States for who should get the coronavirus. Worldwide, that should be the priority. There is, in a global response, in addition to amounts otherwise available, there is authorized and appropriated to the Secretary of State for the fiscal year 2021 out of any money that the Treasury not otherwise appropriated. $8 billion. Six hundred and seventy-five million to carry this program out through September twentieth, twenty-two, for necessary expenses to carry out uh, certain provisions of the Foreign Assistance Act of nineteen sixty-one, as health programs to re- prevent, prepare for, and respond to coronavirus which shall include recovery from the impacts of such virus and shall be allocated as follows. Um, What I have kind of just covered is what I see as direct help to individuals in direct aid, uh, out of this uh, great American uh, rescue plan. In the the next program that I will be doing, I will be covering other things that uh, I may comment on, but I think you should be aware of uh, whether whether they really are related to coronavirus or whether they're related to something else. I hope you've enjoyed my musing. You can see my music and my records behind me, and I hope you do listen to uh, my music, uh, two shows, uh, Frank's Music and Music to Lift the Spirit with Jim Derrick. For now, uh, the best of health to you, and the last parting word is, in this budget, There is one billion dollars, with a B, one billion dollars to convince people to get the coronavirus shot. Um, That's a lot of money to be used for a lot of convincing, a billion dollars. I am not sure whether the billion dollars, how many people that really impacts uh, their change of mind uh, to get the virus. Thank you. This program was made possible by your Franklin friends and neighbors, good folks just like you. Thanks for supporting Franklin TV. And thanks for watching.